Hello, hello. Welcome to the Fantasy Culture Podcast, week 13. Woo! I am your host, AD, aka Dre, and I'm here with my co host. Hey, it's Marquise here. Welcome to week 13, episode 13, Fantasy Culture Podcast. Yes, sir. We are right in the thick of things. Uh, actually, more towards the end of things. Yeah. Week 13 is here. The last regular season week before playoffs. That's right. Playoff time is coming. Playoff time. Now, some of us... This is our last, you know, real game. Last hoorah. Yeah, <laughs> for some of us. And then uh, for others, this is the beginning of a new journey. Yeah. A brand where new champions journey. are crowned. This is really where your GM skills really come to test. Where players are made. Where coaches and GMs are established. Right now. These next two to three weeks are what we play the whole season for. Ain't it, ain't it right? Damn straight. Right. Playoff football. Playoff football, baby. Some Some of us got money early. on the line. Yeah. Some of us just doing it for fun. Somebody may walk Either away way. to championship and pay a bill. Either way, you it's playoff know. time. But yeah. one thing for sure, two things for certain. What'd you just say? Either way, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. So here we are, week 13. Um, What's going on week 13? Let's see, let's see. Well, it is December. So uh, we're looking at Christmas. We recorded this December 4th. So Christmas is 21 days away. Exactly three weeks from today. It is. Wow. Okay. Look at that. And then before that, we're looking at 2021. Thank you. Heavens. Hopefully this is something. Hopefully a new. Something better. Something. The uprising or something. Something better. I'm hoping the best. It just needs something different than what happened this year. This year was just. Did a whole 180. Ah, uh, nah, I ain't messing with it. This this year was crazy. Yeah. So, I need um, to, I need to change know, a new leaf. For real. So, hoping for a better, uh, you know, better 2021, but only time will tell. Um, but for right now, we're going to go ahead and talk about these topics for week 13. Starting off with Matt Patricia. Get your hands out of there, boy. He is He's out of gone. There. He's fired. Toasted, kaput. Finally, finally have yeah, let I him know. go. T- to the delight of uh, a lot of Detroit fans and maybe fans of the NFL in general. Yeah, man. Because just... he was stinking it up. I mean, I give, I'm give. i giving up. Adam Gates praise. He's making a lot of... He's, he's no, still we'll not strong. give Adam Gates praise hey, for he's, anything. He's nothing. Going, he's going Absolutely for, for nothing. shouldn't be there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it 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 it's been a race that. between him and Patricia. Patricia finally got his, his now, awakening. Patricia got his. Patricia got his time. He he had more than enough time to, to, to turn yeah, it around. More weapons. Um, he got their best player this season injured in practice, and he hasn't played for the next for the last three games. Yeah. Um, due to a concussion with DeAndre Swift, That's so that, to that that probably put a nail in the coffin. Like, oh, so we're losing, and you hurt our next up and coming yep. star. Sorry, sorry, buddy. We got to can you. Go. So, yeah, uh, tough loss for well, tough loss for Matricia. He's no longer the coach of an NFL team, uh, but you know, it, it may be a good change of pace for the uh, for the entire franchise. So. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows what may happen with that, but the Lions are playing the who they play this week. I feel the like they're the playing Bears. the Bears, yeah, on Monday night. Yeah. So um Monday so we're game. looking forward to that. So uh see let's what see what happens there. Brings. Yep, we'll see new identity. Maybe uh 
okay, our coach is fired. Let's go out there and do it for the new interim coach kind of attitude. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm going to squeeze this in here because it's actually not on the list, but I wanted to talk about a Tuesday game. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. What the hell? We had a Tuesday game. No Thursday. Tuesday game. No Thursday. Tuesday in the afternoon. What was it, like 2.40 kickoff, 3.40 kickoff? No, we had a Wednesday game. Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday, and it was 3.40 kickoff. Yeah, it was Wednesday. We didn't have a Thursday. We had a Wednesday. It was supposed to be Tuesday. They postponed it to Wednesday. Because Wednesday at 3.40 was the, was the game that just played. So last week? Really? Yeah. No, I'm talking about this week. Oh, no, yeah, this week is Tuesday. I don't know if that's in my bad. I'm talking about last was week. Was it Tuesday? No, I, yeah, no, yeah, this week coming up. This Ravens week coming up is a Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, oh, we had a Wednesday game. My fault. Yeah, so Wednesday either way, game. Wednesday game. Unheard of. That was probably the first time in I think that was. my lifetime, at least. I can't recall a Wednesday game ever happening. I believe we had one. We had one this year, I think. Pretty other sure we than had, this? I'm pretty sure we had one other one this year. Or it may have been a Tuesday. We definitely had like another game. Yeah? yeah. Look, look, if anybody knows about that, please do chime in on the Twitter because I don't believe I there was another one-off game this this year. I think we had like a couple double head uh double headers on Monday, but yeah. I don't think we ever had a game on Wednesday or even on Tuesday for that matter. But um either way, that was kind of different. It was like a parallel universe feeling, like what's going on here? I don't really understand this. And it was slightly entertaining. It was a slightly entertaining game. RG3 got the start, stunk it up, got injured, got him out of there, and then some other guy came in. But overall, it was pretty decent. Um, yeah, Wednesday game. So other than that, I just wanted to squeeze that in there because I thought that was a little interesting tidbit. But uh, speaking of that game, Steelers go 11-0. 11-0. So... Who's to say what's going to happen with those Steelers? They have five games left, regular season? Um, yeah, I think, they, yeah, I think yeah. they have five more games left. So, yeah, five, um, six, 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 yep, five more games left in the five season. Five more games left in the season, yeah, in the season. Yeah. Gr- granted, they get to the play. I'm pretty sure if they win their next game, I think they clinch and automatically. No, they have three more games to the regular season left and then playoffs. Because we're in week 13 now, isn't it 16 weeks? 17. It's 17 weeks? Yeah, we count 13, 14, 15, 16, oh, yeah, yeah, 17. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah well, okay. this game, yeah. Okay. So, if they have five more left, the schedule isn't too hard, but. It's I don't doable know. to go 16 and no. It they, definitely is doable. They, but, but they play the Bills, yeah. Washington, Carolina, I think, Saints. And I could have just made all that up and just started naming the NFL teams. There's <laughs> no no guarantee that any of those teams are left on the Steelers schedule. I just it felt good for a second, so I just decided to roll with it. Um, let me see how much I got right because I know you're looking it up right now. Yeah, so we have the Bengals. All right, didn't get that one. Washington, you got that. I got one. that one. Hey, Bills, beep. Colts, and Browns. I said Bills too. Yeah, no sense though. Oh, no Saints? All right, so I got two out of the five. five yeah. yeah, two out of the five. All right, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I so really they, they definitely could do it. I think <laughs> the good thing about the Steelers team is that they're not a dominant, undefeated team that, like, you feel like they need a loss. You know, sometimes you have those teams that are just, like, they're just undefeated and they're just dominating. That's like, okay, they just need to lose one to kind of, I don't know, kind of balance out the, the kind of wave that they're on. I feel like for the Steelers, they have, like, a 11-0, a hard-fought 11-0. It's not really, like, a... They're dominating. Like, I, I can see them losing to the Bills or even Washington. I don't know. For some odd reason, I can see them losing Washington. Don't sleep on Washington. Like, even like the Washington, time my frame, new like, team to use, in, uh, to use in Madden. 
they be they be having Antonio Gibson because their defense isn't bad. No, and their offense is a sixty-seven overall in the game. And I'm like, bro, they're wow. not that bad. Yeah, they got Antonio Gibson. They got uh, McLaurin. Logan Thomas is a pretty good tight end in the game. Like they got some pieces. <laughs> Alex Smith is game. pretty good in the game. So, <laughs> like to in the game, <laughs> yeah, in the game, and then their, their defense is solid. Their defense is solid. Yeah, so, defense is solid, um, they're actually a pretty good team. I'm excited to see how they build on the momentum of the first year running back in Gibson. Um, does Terry McLaurin continue to be on his tear that he's on right now? Because he's cooking. And um, you know, how, what's the role of of Logan Thomas in that offense? How does Alex Smith? intend to, you know, keep pace with the players on his team to establish pace and score because that's kind of been their issue is they haven't been able to really, well, at least for him, they haven't really been able to score through the air with him yeah. at the helm. Um, and they also have, I think, a pretty, they're pretty uh, bad in the red zone as well. Yeah, so, they're not the best in the red zone. I think the good thing, too, that's going to benefit the Washington team is the time frame for the Steelers, like, as far as recovery. Since they just played on Wednesday, they're already playing again Monday. It's like a shorter time that they usually recover from. Washington plays them on Monday? Yeah, Monday at 5. Oh, that's right. That is right. Okay. Yeah, so, we so had a double, double header Monday. Yeah, double header Monday. They okay. won game Tuesday. Um, And to go back to about the Wednesday, yeah, it would be like the first Wednesday game. It's been... For years, it was also the first Tuesday game this year when it was. A I wasn't alive last time Wednesday game happened. No, nah, I don't think yeah, I was either. I know. Well, I know if you weren't, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was not. So therefore, uh, yeah. But um, Steelers eleven to zero, possible sixteen to zero. That would be nice to see. Um, you know, it would not be nice to see another Bucks loss after yeah. the last two. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I think their defense isn't as good as people thought it was. I think their defense is. Good. I think the problem they had. I thought they had a really bad game plan against the Chiefs in the beginning of the game because they oh, definitely yeah, they it were out. getting torched. Like it was. I don't know why you're gonna try to press. Tyree they were Kill. getting like, torched. Carl Davis is a good corner. He's been great this year, but he is not that lockdown press Tyreek Hill corner. See, or, but it's really, it's kind of hard thing, to have that. Like that's you don't the really, thing. They they treat that. the the secondary like they're really that good. And granted, they are. Like I'm. They are a good yeah. secondary, but what helps them the, the Bucks. Pressure. The Bucks right now is how I is like how I play with them in Madden. Like they're good, but you can score on them, and then it just turns into a game of who can outscore who. Gotcha, because yeah. their offense is potent as hell. Their defense is good, but if their defense gives up points, you're kind of like I'm not really worried because our offense is that potent. So as long as we're able to move the ball, yeah. we shouldn't have a problem scoring on anybody. Yeah, but it's like. They just Their move. defense kind of has been getting exposed a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit towards the end. And then the offense too is, is to me, offense is just playing bad. Like I don't, I don't want to say like, I want to say more like I don't know the gameplay mm -hmm. or the game style is just not fitting for what the team has, and they always just seem stagnant. Like they don't really seem what they have, no flow to the offense, and it just start off slow and they try to run first and second down and third down to try to throw, and then they really get no. no yeah, they, their game plan on the Chiefs was yeah. terrible. They got torched. Uh, what Tyreek Hill had like what two hundred yards yeah, in the first, first quarter? Half. Yeah, first quarter. He was already like it was it was crazy. And then after that, I think they held them to like a hundred and something yards for like the second half. They yeah. only had like a certain, but yeah, they so, were down too big at that point. Yeah, to that's, even. And, that's, and that's and that's why like I know their defense recovered from the first half of the game. It's just they couldn't do nothing more than they should have. They have a great offense, a lot of weapons, and they need to stop like taking Rojo out when he's on a roll and trying to put in Fournette. It's just. Every time yeah. they do that, and it messes it up. Like yeah. Rojo has been running. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's good. He's definitely run. He's he, running. He's definitely efficient when he gets the opportunity. Um, I don't know. Overall, there's a couple things they have to fix. Um, 
you know, what, Gronk had a 100-yard receiving game. That needs to be divvied up a little bit more. Let's get Godwin more involved. Let's yeah. get, you know what I mean? They have a lot of assets. Um, Godwin hasn't looked too, too spectacular. You know, when AB came in, people were worried about them taking away um, looks from, from Evans, but... Uh, Evans has kind of emerged as yeah. as the real <laughs> he be you know, yeah wide receiver one down yeah. the la- I said the last maybe three to four games yeah, for real. He's, he's reestablished himself in that offense so um it's gonna be interesting to see how they fix it I have the faith they will because one they have a good coach behind them um and then you know Tom Brady is Tom Brady yeah. so uh, as long as that O line kind of figures it out and you know gives Tom time to throw in the pocket which has kind of been an issue they've been having um. You know, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. But the, yeah. the, that offense kind of moves when the O-line moves. How the O-line performs, I've kind of noticed, is how the team performs. Yeah. No, definitely. So. That's the, so long to, and that was the biggest issue I thought early on in the year. Like, my biggest thing was the O-line. Like, since Brady is not going to be a runner, mm-hmm. you're going to need to have someone who can kind of move around. Since he doesn't do that, if that O-line's not blocking, as we've seen, it's, it's hard for them to utilize the offense. They try to go deep more than they probably should. Mm-hmm. They can go short with Godwin. And they have yep. Scotty Miller, too. They and they still got A.B. Why are we talking yeah. about Scotty Miller and Antonio yeah. Brown is there? A- like, Scotty Miller is not A-B. even in the pecking order no more. A.B. Yeah. is that guy in that, in that you know, rotation. But, um, you know, the, the NFL gods knew what they were doing. This bye week couldn't have come at a better time. Um, back-to-back losses, you now have a whole week to reassess, yeah. come back, and then yeah. you get, I think, what, Atlanta? Year I think they come back. I think they come back and play yeah. Atlanta in week 14. So you get an opportunity to bounce back and bounce back strong. I think the rest of their schedule is pretty cake. I yeah, think they get nice. Atlanta twice. Uh, I want to say maybe Detroit and somebody else. It's, uh, they played the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Week when they, Vikings, well, when okay. they come back. Which is which can actually that may be yeah. a shootout game. I mean, yeah, I think the really the Bucks have an easy schedule. If the only problem is that the teams they playing are like kind of on the rock, like they're they're finding a little room, like movement, like the Falcons. Falcons are kind of finding a little groove, so hopefully they don't get them while they're hot. If they get them, how they got them? If they get them, how the Falcons played earlier in the year, then I think they'll be fine. And I, I think the, the Vikings, Bucks can close out this this season. They definitely can. Um, it just also depends on the it. Saints too, because right now the Saints lead them, and right now the Bucks are only looking at wild card. If that they have a tough wild card prediction with the other teams as well, you still have the Rams and the Cardinals and the Seahawks all like in the wild spot, wild card. I think the Saints are like two games ahead of the Bucks right now. Okay, well, and then they beat them twice already. So even if they yeah. tie, the Saints get that. Saints get the tiebreaker. So yeah, the Bucks have to definitely we'll win see. out and hope the Saints kind of lose these next couple games with Taysom Hill. So we'll see. We'll see. Their, their schedule is pretty light coming up too. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see. But the Bucks definitely have a week off now to get it together. Um, speaking of getting it together, 49ers came to life. Look at them making a little playoff push. Yeah. George Kittle, maybe, <laughs> maybe. George could Kittle? it be you drop Kittle? Kittle yeah, on I mean, somebody else's team now. I mean, Kittle's hurt. But they saying that they saying. Well, I, I don't know how much it'd benefit people. Yeah, in actual season because... That's why I dropped it. I'm not really... Tony a couple weeks uh, left. Yeah, I guess so. But they're saying, you know, they could be in playoff contention. Um, It's going to take uh, some strings to, to pull, but they're going to have to win out, like, the remainder of their games. Yeah, and I'm then I forgot. Them. I forgot. I saw it earlier today on TV, but I forgot like what the stipulations needed to be in order for them to like sneak into a wild card. Yeah, nah, um, I'm good. But I'd rather the Bucks will take the wild card before I worry about the 49ers. Well, but it's yeah, I'm not. 
it looked good to see them. Yeah, is that I mean, it looks good for somewhat them to, of a to strength. To, yeah, that's why I do like that. It is a competition. They're still gonna fight. I like their defense. So kind of remember what Mostert looks like before he got injured. Yeah, he's still definitely a baller. You you can definitely tell the Fernandos actually would be way in better contentions if they did have Jimmy Garoppolo and Kittle playing. Like at this moment, I feel like they would actually you know kind of. Mm have a better chance of kind of breaking this, maybe getting into the wild card. With Mullins, I don't see it really happening, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, it's good to see them have some of their players back healthy yeah. and with a healthier defense. Richard Sherman came back, got yeah. a pick last game. That's so, um, you know, so they're coming alive. They're coming alive. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's going on over there in uh, San Fran. Um, as we kind of touched on, this is the last regular season game for the fantasy playoffs. Um. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of coasting in. I still want to win my last game, but you know, number one in the league. You know, you kind of could take your foot uh, off the gas a little bit. Number one, um, uh, you know, he doesn't like to hear that because he's, you know, ah, that's uh, alright. <laughs> <laughs> he he's, thinks uh, you know, you got a little. You gotta, I mean, I can't uh, say I'm like coasting in, but. I have I have a matchup this win. week. Put I have it a matchup this week, and I need to win my matchup. You need to win your matchup, and that's basically about it. Okay, I win right. that. So match. we'll leave it at Once that. Once I win the matchup, it's game over from there. Then if the you win the match, so if you remember a couple episodes ago, home. we said that there was a high possibility that if you did win and get into the playoffs, you would see me in the hey, first that's round. Maybe your downfall so again. So here we go. If the, if he wins, there's a high high possibility. That me at the one seed plays him at the four seed. So hey, 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 hey. I ain't trying to be stuck at the four seed. I may be a second seed. We ain't gonna leave me at the fourth seed. You definitely gonna be the fourth seed. I, I There's three like, people I, ahead of you I right can, now. We all tie with the same record. I can go ahead and pass my points. I'm gonna take the second spot. <sighs> this man is the fourth. Well, for for your sake, you better hope we don't land the fourth seed because then you play somebody else. You don't play me. So <laughs> I'm not worried about who I'm playing. <laughs> like I said, the minute I get in the playoffs, I'm winning. Trophy coming home, right? Y'all heard it here. I'm Week about to 13. Take, I'm taking your cup back because you, whatever home. you drinking, it's something I'm in there. Something in home. there. Oh man. Tell anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Feeling is back, COVID uh, free. So you know we're happy about that. Um, Dale Jones, doubtful, doubtful. Uh, Colt McCoy getting the yeah, start over there. Feed my Evan Ingram. Yeah. Feed him. Ingram and Because you can't throw Colt McCoy, so just keep checking it down. Little mid cross routes sounds good. Um, James Conner, doubtful. He's been having a weird season, like mad under yeah. the radar. We don't really know what's going on. It's 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 weird over there in Pittsburgh, and they're still undefeated, which is crazy to me. That's what because James <laughs> Conner hasn't even like they don't have like a big. He's not. Game. Yeah, he's not. You know what I mean? Like they just been winning games. That's why I feel like it's a good eleven and their zero. Their defense had like them winning them games, and they just took a huge hit because they lost Bud Dupree for the season, yeah, I mean, I was say which D. was huge. Yeah, it was, and I saw that happen. I was watching the play, and he did like some little twitch, and I was like, "Ooh, that didn't look good." Yeah, and then next thing you know it. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's a tough loss. It really Granted, is. they have a lot. You know, they have a lot of pieces, but, but Bud Dupree is been, the top lo- yeah, top like, loss on that defense. He's definitely been balling, and of course, T.J. Watt has been balling too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still got Micah Hyde. Um, you still got, uh, you know, Cam uh, Sutton. You still got so Mika Fitzpatrick. Huh? Mika Fitzpatrick. Micah Hyde's on the. Oh, um, not yeah. He's on Bills. Yeah. I meant Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean, my bad. Yeah. I, was, Mika, I said it too, and I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. I can't think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you. you said, they have Mika Fitzpatrick, Cam Sutton. We still got Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I mean, think he had a pick last game too. Yeah, he did. He had a pick six. <laughs> yeah, he did. Off Took that, a, like, I remember easy, that. It was like a comeback. Like a, <laughs> I a remember comeback that. Run. He I just read that. it. I was like, man, yeah. I would have saw that. Like that's just yeah, that's a that. horrible throw. <laughs> Take that to the house, yeah. RG three piece. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, but bad. they don't really have, uh, you know. I mean, Connor is still an R. He's more of an RB two at this point. Yeah, he's not someone that you know when he took over for Le'Veon was putting up twenty four, thirty points. Yeah, no, he like was just... a Austin Eckler last year. You know, so he's not in that role anymore. So they just have so much power at the receiving spot. It's crazy, and they're all young. Yeah, they got away. a lot of receiving talent. So um. Well, you think ben, Big Ben got a got a season in him again? I think he can do one more season, but it's gonna be like, I don't know. It's gonna be one more season of like he could easily just throw out a socket <laughs> if <laughs> he could. get hit too much in one arm. But it could, it could, he definitely. It could. Um, I definitely think he can have one more season in him. Like that's right. as much I'm giving. All right, we'll see. He don't, we'll look, see. he don't look too bad this year, but you know you can tell. He's he's the time, started he to regress a little bit. Yeah, you can tell Father Time's getting to him. Yeah, just a little that's bit in these sure. last few games. He, he he, you know, middle of the season before he took that hit. Yeah, he took that hit and it kind of messed with his elbow again. And kind of ever since then, he hasn't really been a little timid. Hot. Yeah, yeah he's been he trying to be a little. You know, he lost the little the little zing he had earlier. So he, he ain't trying to mess up the playoff run. He's trying to yeah. be safe. So I, I don't blame it. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can see him. I can see it. He's playing a little gingerly. All right, all right. Um, Josh Jacobs out. Yeah. Uh, you know Raiders are in serious playoff um contention yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, so uh, rest your stud. Like Josh Jacobs is someone who battles through injuries. Um, he had a little sprained ankle. He did come in and play a little bit in the game, last game after the injury. Um, so I think it's more precautionary. They're playing the Jets. So, um, you know, staff and the team was probably thinking, you know, we don't really need you to win this game. We should go in there and take care of business. <laughs> Rest up, heal the ankle, come back for Indianapolis. Let's make this playoff push or come back in the game after Indianapolis. Um, whatever needs to be done. But as long as we get you back on the field, that's that sounds the, good. That's the important um, part. Definitely for Indy, too. We're going to need the, all the star power for yep. that. Uh, so, Devontae Booker's taking over that backfield, which I'm, eh, you know, we talked about yeah. this off the air. He's decent, but, um, but he's not, he's not going to be your I, I every think people are back. just jumping to he. I, he's not as bad. Now, I don't think he's going to have. I, I'll give him maybe 12 to 14 points, which is sufficient for, you know, a fill-in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. I don't think he's going to be like what people are assuming at this point. I don't think he's going to be as bad as Mike Boone. You remember Mike Boone last season? The Vikings running like back. Like his running yeah, back. Where he like was, he was, It was playoff weeks. Yeah, and people yeah. were, and I think Madison went down. Cook went down. And people was like, Boone's the yeah. guy. Boone's the guy. He got like point six in the it's playoffs, bro. That it's, was the worst. It's atrocious. Just bamboozled. Tricked everybody. Game. Tricked everybody, but I don't think Booker's gonna be that bad. They still nah. have a good O line. They're gonna be able to move the ball. I think Booker's gonna squeeze one in in the red zone. And he can catch I think up they're the gonna go. Too, so yeah, that helps yeah, him out. That's true. And they got Rashard back, who hasn't had much playing time this season. But you know, the role he's always played is that third down pass catching role. Yeah. Um. So he'll probably get sprinkled in there too. But I think this is a game, and you know, we kind of talked about it. Um, Derek Carr is going to want to go out there and kind of prove himself, especially even if it's against the lowly Jets. 
um, he's going to yeah. want to go out there and, and prove himself. So I think the air this game is going to be a little bit more air-friendly. Believe it or not, the Jets are good at something. And, yeah, uh, it's, run yeah their run defense is above average. Yeah. Um, so we give them some props. Yeah, some... it's above average. Um, I just don't see Booker coming in there and really tearing stuff up. Um, yeah. I personally think that the plug-and-play person you want for this matchup is Hunter Renfro. Um, we kind of talked about it. He's coming off a good game last week, even though the script kind of determined that they would be airing it out from early on because they were getting mollywopped by Atlanta. <laughs> so um, I think this game still, because they're going to have a little bit of a difficult time, um, you know, using the ground game, I think they'll rely on those short to mid intermediate throws with the occasional deep ball to rugs. Um, Aguilar right now is questionable and he's trending down. So if he's out, Jacobs is out. I think we've seen the reliability that Carr shows with Renfro and uh, he's not someone that, you know, stretches the field like that. He's more of a short to intermediate receiver. Third down is his bread and butter. Um, He's kind of like a Robert Woods in a sense, but yeah. not as proven yet. But he definitely has that skill set where he's not shifty a, in the uh, open field. Julian Edelman. Yeah, even even like an Edelman. Um, they use him on screen plays. They use him on wraparounds. He even does um, punt return sometimes and like kick return. Yeah, which is yep, <laughs> he does kick return sometimes too. Uh, so I like Renfro to be the better play this week. And depending on next week, um, I might like Renfro there, too. They play Indianapolis, who are solid against the outside receivers. They're a little bit more susceptible to the slot, where Renfro does run about 68% of his routes out of. So I think Renfro's the better play here. But, you know, I don't hate if you go with Devontae Booker because there's a obvious void in the running game there with yeah. the loss of Jacobs. So he's going to feel something. But I just think the opportunity lies a little bit more with Renfro. So... Um, and, and we'll kind of touch on that a little bit later as we go on, but um, but that's my you know just my t- just my take. It may not be the hottest take, but it's just a take on that <laughs> on that idea that that thought there. No, I definitely can see it. I mean, like you said, we spoke about it before. Hunter Info typically does get does get involved with the offense. You know, with them losing some key offensive pieces, it only means more targets for him and mm-hmm. another game for Derek Carter also try to. Come back from that, that horrible .6 fantasy output he gave against the lowly Falcons, who turned up. Falcons and, been doing all right yeah. since they since they got without rid of Gurley uh, and Jones. Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Without Gurley and Jones, they put the beats on the boys. Over forty. Yep. So, yeah. you know, who knows? Come, Derek Carr got to come back from that. So he has to for sure. We'll so you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that game, but um. Let's go ahead and uh, this snuck up pretty quick, but let's go ahead and take our instrumental intermission. Um, when we get back, you know what time it is. You know what segment we're going to go ahead and jump into. We're going to talk about our ballers, our sleepers, and you bought the bus for week 13. We're going to go ahead and touch on that. Um, we're going to go ahead first before we do that, drop into this instrumental intermission. This beat is on the upcoming project, Trust and Fate, which I've been working day and night, night and day to um, compose these beats, write these lyrics, coordinate the mixing of of the records that you'll hear. 
Um, yeah, round the clock with it. So look for that to be under your Christmas tree, tucked real nice, um, <laughs> wrapped digitally as a gift for Christmas <laughs> to each and every one of you. Um, so I hope you enjoy this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of beat preview. And when we get back, we're going to go ahead and jump into our segment. Then we'll talk a little bit about the games of the week. And we'll close out week 13 with our routine thank yous. That's right. So, instrumental intermission time. This is the Fantasy Culture Podcast. We'll be back. Yep. Fantasy Culture Podcast. Hope you enjoyed those sounds. Once again, incoming on the upcoming project, Trust and Fate, set to release this month. Um, I know we had it slated for November, but um, I'm a perfectionist, man, and I like to get as close to perfection as I can in my eyes. So I felt that wouldn't have been achieved by, you know, rushing to get it done in November. I just want to give y'all a, a overall great project. So I don't mind spending a little bit more time to fine tune it, um, add any other creative elements that I can think of to make sure that this is something that I'm truly um, proud of and ready to share with the world. So uh, coming to you this month and uh, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be a gift without the presence of Christmas around it. So you get a Christmas gift for me to y'all. Merry Christmas. See, this is why I say producer of the year. Ain't no rush album. <laughs> It's time, blood, sweat, and tears put into this. Try, try to do what we can, man. Try to do what we can. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. So stick with me. Uh, some some great things coming to end out the year and coming in 2021. A lot of new ventures. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for that year. So uh, I'm excited for the end of this year and 2021. Um, as I put some put a couple things in the works. So let's go ahead and move on to. Our segments again, and just in case you're just now joining us, we're jumping into the baller segment, the sleeper segment, and your favorite segment, my favorite segment, Nola's favorite segment, <laughs> and Professor X's favorite segment. That's right. And Mr. Bean also likes this segment. <laughs> That's the You Bought the Bus segment. Mr. So. Bean. Um, yeah, That's Mr. my Bean. turtle old name. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> you got a turtle name, Mr. Bean. Yeah, we had a turtle his name was Mr. Bean. That was OG. It's Mr. Bean. Okay, well yeah, I like cool. Mr. Bean. So yeah, if you cool. got a turtle name, Mr. Bean, I guess I like the turtle too. Yeah, he was dope. He was a nice guy. Turtles tank stink. They did. That, that's turtles that got some stank tents. That's for stank sure. Tents. <laughs> <laughs> turtles got some stank 
tanks. Yeah, they definitely oh, do. Oh, stinky tanks, boy. Yeah. Jeez. It's a weird, it's a, it's a nasty smell. It, it smells like sewer water. Yeah. It just smells like. And they don't be the number just chilling in there, floating around. But that's stinky, stank. boy. Jeez. Man, I used to hate cleaning that tank. I'm like, ugh. Nah, that thing stinks. Yeah. I remember my neighbor, when I was living in New York, my neighbor had a, had a uh, turtle, had two turtles in the tank. Oof. And that damn tank was stinking all the time. I could, I could almost smell it. Now that I'm talking about it, yeah. <laughs> I can smell the tank. I don't um, miss it, that's for sure. All right. Well, shout out Mr. Bean, the turtle, and the man. Um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about our sleepers first. Um, who you snoozing on, who you losing on. We're going to jump off with sleepers this time. I know we usually jump off with ballers, but let's do sleepers this time around. So sleepers first. Who you got? Give it to me. All right, Mr. Alan Lazard. That is my sleeper pick for the week. I know this has been... On somewhat on some people's benches for the time being, while he's been accustomed to the injury that he had, but um, yeah, past three weeks he's been putting up about twelve, more than twelve points or about twelve points average. Um, getting a touchdown each game, so definitely has been kind of red zone dependent. Um, I, he hasn't had like a lot of receptions for you know, so to say, but he definitely has been getting you know involved with the offense, especially in the red zone. So um, I definitely look for him to kind of. Um, step up in this game, Darius Slay, um, as, as Dre was speaking on earlier today off before we started this, I think even during too, about Darius Slay being there for the Eagles, going to try to um, redeem himself from that physical torture he got from Metcalf, <laughs> <laughs> from the onslaught he received. Yeah. So definitely look for him to try to try to come up against Devontae Adams, which probably is just going to be another onslaught just in a different way. He just won't physically get beat up. He mm-hmm. made, his ankles may just get Finesse. took a couple times. Um, by Devontae Adams, so kind of leaves some some light for Lazard to kind of shine through and continue to pick up on the touchdowns. I definitely can see at least two touchdowns in this game. I'll, I'll give Lazard. Um, I can't say he'll get over 100 yards, but this may be the game. He is due for a 100-yard game. Um, you said you giving him two touchdowns in this game? Yeah, I can give him two touchdowns game against the Eagles. Mm. I, can, I can see it. It's a bad it's pass defense. Sleeper pick. Um, for sure, I'm guaranteeing one. Guarantee? Guarantee? Le- Lazard called me yesterday. He getting one. It's La- it's Lazar time. Two, I can't. Two is just a bonus, but one is one for sure against mm-hmm. this Eagles team. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, that's my sleeper, Lazard. Um, you know, I know again, I know he's been on the bench, so he has a nice little flex pickup. I'm not saying he's a wide receiver one or two, but definitely a nice little fill in flex pickup, especially if you have any Bucks or Panthers. You know, any Robbie Andersons or Evans, Godwins, Gronks. If you have him at a flex, um, Lazard. Okay, my guys, my Alan guy. Lazard, Alan Lazard. So, um, Alan Lazard is definitely no chump. Prior to the abdominal injury, he put up some crazy numbers in week uh, week three, and he had a good showing in the first week of the season against Minnesota. He went four sixty three and one uh, against New Orleans. He went six one forty six and one. Um, just last week against Chicago, as he's starting to get his groove back because he missed uh, seven games. So as he's starting to get back into the thick of things, um, he went had only two catches for 18 yards against Indianapolis. And then again, Chicago, which was last game, he had uh, 23 yards on four receptions, but he did manage, as you mentioned, to get in there for a touchdown. So um, heavily touchdown dependent, but as you can see, if his next any of his next games is a reflection of what he was able to do in uh, game one and game three of this season, he is a viable option down the stretch. Um, again, some teams that may try and lock in on uh, Devontae Adams, you know. Uh, that's why there's multiple receivers out there. One gets a lot of the attention. The others is uh, time to step up. So I like that sleeper pick. I'm not mad at it. 
Um, my sleeper for this week is Hunter Renfro. And uh, we kind of talked about it earlier on, so I'm not going to go too, too much into third it. But uh, <laughs> third, and, third and fro. Yeah. Um, Jets secondary is trash, so we'll yeah, just, just we'll put it that way. <laughs> like it. Um, <laughs> right to the point. Yeah, just straight to the point on that one. Their secondary is not good. Um, they're very generous to slot receivers. Keenan Allen went off on them. Um, Jerry Judy had a good game against them. It, it, yeah, they're just. It, this is a good play for Renfro. Like even if you have Booker, you know you still you, you know you may have lost somebody at wide receiver. You need another flex. Yeah, little, just little Renfro is a nice piece to plug in at this time. But um, with Aguilar possibly being out or trending down, Jacob, uh, Jacobs confirmed out. Um, Renfro's a good sleeper pick to me, man. Uh, this is around the time he started to heat up last season too. So, uh, you know, he could be could be somebody that you want to own down the stretch that might start finding himself on a lot more teams going into the playoffs. Um, so mine is, is Hunter Renfro. I like him. To, I'm going to go 673 and 1. Six seven yeah six seventy three and one. I like him to get a I like touchdown. I like him by the seventy <laughs> yeah about seventy three seventy three yards and a touchdown on six receptions. So um, Hunter Renfro is my sleeper. My sleeper. I like it. That's um definitely like one of my favorite receivers on the Raiders for sure. And uh, he looks like like I said third and fro. He definitely does get the touches and both Jacobs down. Um, I mean I can I can easily easily see him in the mix there. So. Um, I like his familiarity with the offense. I would definitely put him as a sleeper okay. and keep him for okay. the rest of the season, even though that they do have a tough schedule. But the Colts for the next game, Dre knows pretty well. They definitely um, kind of give us some stuff with the slot receiver for the Colts defense. So yeah, um, they're usually pretty soft across the middle. And lately, they kind of been I don't know. Colts is is, is it haven't been. As the dominant, same Colts as yeah, the they're not the as dominant as sure. they were first six to eight games of the season. So, um, there's there's something that you know offenses are finding that they're able to kind of move the ball a little bit more, um, efficiently. But you know, don't sleep. They still got good defense out there, so you definitely want to play smart. But they are susceptible to um, you know, to getting scored on. They're not just a a, a brick wall that you're running into. Um, <laughs> So let's go ahead and tap into our ballers. Let's talk about our ballers, not our fallers, but our ballers. Um, I'll go ahead. What you want to do? You want you want to do yours first? You want me to go first? I mean, I can go ahead and do mine first. That's fine. Nah, nah, I'll go first. That's all right. You take it. You just you sit this one out. Um, <laughs> I got my baller this week. First up is Miles Sanders. Um, uh, Miles Sanders. For whatever reason, the Eagles have decided to not give him the ball. Um, they put too much time in the woods. It's you know, it's not actually, it's not really him. It's the offense altogether. Bad game script, phasing out the run game, having to throw early. Um, I think this is a game where they may be able to. Um, you know, Green Bay kind of has these trap games in a sense sometimes where they don't play up to the uh up to the level of themselves but played down to the level of the competition. Um, <laughs> I thought you put that. That is, that is yeah, true. Yeah, they, they don't. They, they do have games like that. Yeah, they sure. have games like that. So um, I think the Eagles are in, are in a good spot. I think Carson Wentz is fighting for his starting life, 
as much as people like to admit it, um, Jalen, yeah, he's, 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 he's fighting for it. As much as people hate to admit it, Jalen Hurts is just waiting. Just waiting yeah, to get but, that call, man, because... Licking his chops. Yeah, he, he's, he's ready for it. And, um, you know, whatever. But in any case, I like Miles Sanders to come out and have a good game. Last time they met... Um, Sanders and ironically enough, Jordan Howard combined for over 170 yards rushing, um, over the last seven games. This is a stat for the green Bay Packers over the last seven games. Lead backs have averaged 23.2 fantasy points against them. That's over the last seven games. Running backs are averaging 23 points. And Miles Sanders can definitely do that with a touchdown. And I like him to get over a hundred yards rushing this game. If he got he had seventy six against them the first time they met eleven I think he had eleven carries for seventy six yards. Um, Green Bay is is porous on on the ground, so um, I like him to hit that average. I like him to hit twenty three points this this matchup. Um, people forget coming he's coming off an injury, but people forget just how good Miles Sanders is. Um, so I like him to come out there and and show. I don't like him to win. I didn't say that. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> but but I like him to be productive in a fantasy sense. Um, yeah. I have a I have a love hate for that. Yeah. And and Eagles struggle to move the ball through the air, and it's not going to be any easier when you have you know one of the best uh, lockdown defenders in Jair Alexander back there, and then um, their secondary as a whole is pretty decent. Pretty decent. So um, I think Eagles' key to the game is to, um, you know, slow the tempo down, utilize the run game, utilize the run game a lot, um, and try and keep Green Bay off the field. I think if they're able to do that, then they can sneak one out. But if not, they get down early. If the defense doesn't come to play, then, you know, my, my ball and pick kind of gets shot down because I don't see Miles Sanders being utilized, especially if Green Bay gets out early. So um, we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, Miles Sanders is my first baller. My second, Allen Robinson. A-Rob. I think this is a smash spot for him. Um, the Bears' run game is just not solidified, even though Detroit is just terrible all around um, when it comes to defense. <laughs> yeah. They're just not good. Um, Trubisky, in his last four meetings against Detroit, has thrown for multiple touchdowns. I think three out of the four, he threw for three touchdowns. In uh, 2018, I believe, he threw for two, um, just under 250 yards. So uh, he's successful through the air against them, as most teams have been against Detroit this year. And also a big blow to that secondary, Okuda, has been determined out. So A-Rob, feast, my brother. Feast. Show them why they should pay you, but... I understand I, if you walk to and just take your talent yeah, somewhere else, where you're respected either. and honored because <laughs> they they yeah. don't they don't treat you right over yeah, there. I so get paid um, I think this is a smash spot. I think A. Rob can finish in the top three, um, if not wide receiver one numbers. Um, that may be a little bit difficult to attain because I think Nuck is going to have a crazy week against Jalen Ramsey. I think he's going to get the better of that matchup as he has historically against Jalen Ramsey. Um, but I like A-Rob to be in the top three um, wide receivers this week. I think he has a great matchup, and I think he's just I, – I saw a stat earlier that he had 50 pass attempts thrown his way or 50 completions and zero drops. That's amazing. He said 50 <laughs> completions and zero drops. Oh, so um, – Hands. 
Yeah, hands. Sticks, boy. Yep. Sticks. So, Sticks. so um, that's impressive. That's Ooh. impressive. So, um, Miles Sanders and A-Rob. I-, I like that to be the uh, my ballers for this week. I like both of them to put up, um, you know, top five numbers this week. Uh, maybe even top three for A-Rob. Uh, Miles Sanders. I, I, Miles Sanders might even hit that too, man. I, nah, I'm, I'm nah. great in these. You don't think so? I just don't want the energy. I got to play him this week. I'm all for. I like Miles Sanders. He's one of my. He's he is a favorite running back of mine. But like, I just I just can't have that. Can't I can't have that. that. I can't have that energy this that's week. That's in that's in our league. <laughs> yeah, that's in our league. I can't. Well, I need that. him in my other league. So ball out, Miles. <laughs> ball out. Yeah, I'm all for um, it. But I just can't. I can't condone energy from oh my side. My I gotta I gotta keep it at a plateau. Give him 15. Right, well, just don't right. give him 15. I'm talking about look, the average is 23.2. You hear me say I'm that? Trying to, I'm trying to get it down to 15. Nah, we looking for 23. Give me a light 23, 22 miles. I'll appreciate you. I traded for you. So I, I I need you to show me why I traded for you. But in any case, Miles Sanders, A-Rob, smash spots for them both. Those are my ballers. What you got for me? G- give me something good. Let me ballers. hear what you got. Uh, first one, we talked a little bit on earlier, Mr. Derek Carr. I like for Derek Carr to kind of have more of a bounce back game. I'm not saying this is going to be a baller game. He's going to pop out and get four touchdowns, 350 yards. What's the baller yards. game to you? What you got for, for him? For him, yeah. for at least Derek Carr, at least get over 250 yards, two touchdowns. He can squeeze in a third one, but average juice, he gets about two So you to say three. two for you think, all right, who you think has a better week this week, Derek Carr or Fitz? Ooh. Fitz plays Cincinnati. That's a tough one. Um, ooh. Derek I'm going to go with Derek Carr because I need all the energy. Derek Carr, better <laughs> game. We not talk about hey, energy. I'm look, talking about. I'm putting it all out there. So you ask me who all I got, okay, I'm going to say right, Derek Carr. Right. But I'm going to say Derek Carr because of the matchup. Bengals are, I know the Bengals and Jets are kind of equal defensively, I could say, in a way. But definitely, I feel like the Jets are more prone to risk to happen just because of the flow of the game, how the flow of the game typically goes with their offense. Um, the Bengals at least can kind of move the ball. I don't know. Hopefully, Brandon Allen has a better week than he did last week with the passing yards. Um, I like Fitzy. I like. I do like Fitz on the Dolphins. He obviously has a rhythm there. We know Fitz can put up put up yards as he's done the past two years um, with the Bucks and Dolphins. Um, yeah, but I like. I just like more Derek Carr for this because of the sense. I feel like more of a personal game. He had a horrible game last week. Horrible showing against a team that. He could have at least went to battle with. Not saying they should have blew the Falcons out, but they definitely could have had a game that he just had against the Chiefs. He played a great game against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, and that to me just kind of shows where I know he has a talent. In him. He showed it this year. He had plenty of games earlier in his career in the in the year with having over 250 yards, at least two to three touchdown average. Um, he only, this is probably his third game of the year where he's had a QBR rating that less than 80 or 90. If I'm not mistaken, 80 and 90 is a big difference. It's less, it than, less than 90. 90. Less than 90 for sure. Okay, all right, cool. Because um, he's, he's had a 70, two 70s, and then this one was like <laughs> 50. <laughs> so yeah. this one was horrible. It was a horrible um, Cobra QB good. rating. That's not good. Um, so I definitely have QB. For me, I have I have Derek Carr than Fitz. But I like both pickup fantasy-wise. I don't think you can go wrong either way if you're kind of stuck in between, trying to choose between Derek Carr or Fitz. I really feel like you'd be good either way. Um, Fitz has the better receivers for sure. Um, but I think that the Raiders have a better running game to kind of counter. Fitz is without running backs. <laughs> so I think it's just going to be one of those games where he's probably going to have to air it out a little bit more because Breda's hurt. DeAndre Washington is hurt. Gaskins is trending to come off of IR. It's going to be his first game back after yeah. I think his ankle or something like that. And then you have Patrick Laird. So, they're short. 
yeah. running back. So I, I'm I'm looking at Fitz to air it out a lot more often. Beneficiary being Devontae Parker, beneficiary being Mike Gesecki. Um, a deep, deep flyer maybe Jakeem Grant, but I just think the offense is going to move through the air more than it is on the ground. Um, so I would probably see Fitz in that matchup, um, but I can understand the play for Derek Carr as yeah. well. Only downside I would say Derek Carr doesn't really throw two inter- interceptions. I know that that'll be the only Fitz issue because he's going to be throwing the whole game. You just know you're going to get both, so just keep that in mind if you do go Fitz. It's possible you may get a few interceptions, but you know if you get two interceptions, you may get like four touchdowns because that's – Kind of what he does. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's my first baller. I have Derek Carr, just okay, more of a bounce back game. I don't. It's not a huge baller game where I'm expecting him to just come out and dominate, but I definitely see a way better performance and at least a twenty a twenty point game, at least a twenty point fantasy okay. outing I can okay. give. Um, Eighteen at, at, at least. Okay. But anything more than point six, that's for sure. Um, mainly because of opponent playing the Jets, and typically we know what happens when you play the Jets as a fantasy. Player. Congratulations. It's a party for your That's entire right. team. <laughs> and then my second is Mr. Derek Henry. It's the locomotive who comes alive in the second half of the season. <laughs> um, this par- Partly also why I picked him is this is the time where he continues to kind of starts this trend where he takes over the second half of the season, which is crazy because he's been taking over since the first half. But um, he definitely just continues to elevate. They wear down on teams. Um, this is a good game though because the Browns are kind of a similar style, like kind of try to ground it out, grind it out. Um, but I definitely like Derrick Henry to kind of continue his mold. They just had a great run game against the Colts. Granted, they did not have the Forrest Buckner on the D line, but it's still a good defense, um, top-rated run defense for Derrick Henry to just kind of explode. Mm-hmm. He had three touchdowns in the first half. Um, so yeah, I definitely like for him to continue his tear and go through on this Browns defense who are mid tier. I think they're like 18th, 17th on run defense. Um, and I can definitely see over 150 yard gain for him, two touchdowns and he can even get 200 if you, if they really, depending on how they feed this game, I don't okay. see the Browns defense really being able to, to kind of stop their run game. Um, Yeah. All right, all right. I'm not mad at that. Derek Carr, Derek Henry, the Derek brothers. The Derek brothers. Okay, okay. Um, and let's talk about about two bus players. Um, I'm gonna jump mine off. I got James Robinson. I got James Robinson, and I'm super bold in that. I'm I'm super bold in that. Um, James Robinson has been putting up some incredible numbers. Probably the biggest steal of the 2020 um season thus far. And probably potentially could be a couple teams league winners, um, but what a what a beast, man! What a beast James Robinson has been, undrafted free agent, to I come mean, in on I a like bad that. team and uh, produce the way he's produced. You couldn't ask for more than that. What you over there whispering? I don't like him. I really do. He's actually James really Robinson good. is he wrong. Just, he just helped. I destroy me last week. So I I curved him. When he was on the waiver wire, I, I even was on Reddit and I watched film of him in college, and I'm like, uh, he's elusive, but really I don't, I didn't really see it, bro. Yeah. I didn't see it. I had the opportunity. He sat on the wire. I had the opportunity. He did. To grab I never. Him. I wasn't big on him. And either. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sold on him. I think and it was more the boy, Jaguars. Was that a him. misread? Yeah. I think it was the Jaguars. Like the, I, I think, really think it was the him. team he came from was like. Iowa, it wasn't Iowa State. It was like a, a red and white team, Tornadoes, 
I think the tornadoes or something like that. But in any case, uh, or cyclones, it might have been the cyclones or something. Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State. Nah, it's not Iowa State. Is a, a Hawkeyes, I think. Iowa's a Hawkeye. Iowa State is a cyclone. And maybe it was Iowa State then. Yeah, Iowa State's like red and yellow and white. It's like a different kind of color. Oh, I don't know, but um, yeah, I like him as my bout the bus. Um, why? I don't really know why. I think I just think the Vikings. Are one, they're getting better. I think the Jags are kind of getting worse. Um, I think they've pretty much run him into the ground. Uh, and they're, they're not playing for anything at this point. They're really just playing to see what they may have going into next season. Um, perfect example, Colin Johnson played last week yeah. with Mike Glennon and went off for four catches, 96 the yards, Texas and a touchdown. So um, who is sneakily a beast? I, yeah, I remember said, uh, good in college. I remember watching a couple um, topics on Twitter about Colin Johnson in Dynasty um, leagues and how he was a good acquisition. Um, but, you know, I think they turned to Mike Glennon at this point because they – saw enough of Jake Luton. They kind of already know what they have in Gardner Minshew, and I truly believe that uh, both of those guys are done, and they're going to draft a QB, probably um, Justin Fields, maybe. Um, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to fall to Trevor Lawrence, so I'm, I would probably anticipate maybe Justin Fields. Um, I just, I, uh, James Robinson has also been, Little, a little bit less productive over the last couple games. He's he's still getting over 15 touches, averaging 15 touches, but he's not having those blow-up games that he had earlier on in the season. Um, it's just not as frequent for him at this point. He's had to carry a lot, so I think it's starting to take a little bit of a toll. Um, Vikings also are starting to pull it together a little bit. Their last five running backs, they've held to a 12.4 fantasy point average. Which isn't bad, but it's below James Robinson's season average. So anything under that to me, I think his season average is like 18 a game, I believe. 18.5 or something like that. Um, anything below that I consider to be a bust because you you fell below your average. So um, I don't think he'll hit his average of 18 points. I think this game will kind of get out of hand early. Not And that's not... He's kind of game script proof because... He can catch the ball too, so it's like yeah. you know when it comes down to it, when they're playing from behind, he can catch the ball in open field and make plays. So, um, and I think that's what kind of restores his value when it comes to um, running backs. And this year, I think he holds a lot of weight because he can run between the tackles and he can catch. Um, there's very few teams who have a running back that is dynamic in both aspects, but James Robinson is one of them. However, I don't see it happening for him this week. And that's my about the bus. Book it. James Robinson takes a back seat to Mike Glennon and the DJ Shark connection. Mic drop. Mic drop on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mic drop on James Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, against, I, I'm not against that, especially against this. The Vikings defense has been stepping up. The team's just been improving overall. So I can definitely see that. I see them kind of running him into the ground. 
um, you know, just trying to utilize what they have on their team and see what they're getting into the next year and who they may have to let go. So yeah, I can see I can see James Robinson about the bus there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, who you got? Who you got for you about the bus? Let's hear it. My about the bus. You know, it's funny actually. Who did I put for my about the bus? You ain't even pick nobody. You didn't have me record this whole show. We fifty four minutes into it. Oh and you're... my guy, it's a Josh. Oh, Allen. you had somebody. Oh, you did say Josh Allen. Josh Allen was my bout to bust. Um, yeah, I just really um, – I do like the 49ers defense. And in the middle of the year, um, I didn't wasn't really – I wouldn't say I wasn't fond of them. I just knew they had injuries to where they were susceptible to more teams scoring on them. But they are now coming back to power. Obviously, they still don't have Bosa, um, but they got their corners back, especially having Richard Sherman. It's a huge addition just IQ-wise and just what he brings to the field. Um the Bills kind of don't do great offensively when it comes to playing great defenses. They don't have a run game. So, I mean, that's not something that the 49ers are necessarily going to have to worry about. They're just going to really have to apply pressure and just rely on Diggs and Beasley. Um, it's mainly like the receivers. They do have uh, Davis. Yeah, Gabe, is it Gabe Davis? Yeah, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is other receiver who's been definitely shining in the lights with Diggs kind of being covered, and um, he's another rookie. But overall... I, I don't see the game like that. I see it's a game where Josh Allen is going to be constantly under pressure, trying to get the ball out. Um, and I just see a, a good 49ers defense just trying to solidify themselves kind of back in a more of a personal note, like get themselves back established in there. They were just mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl last year. They didn't really lose a lot defensively um, other than D Ford, I think. Other than that, um, they definitely uh, can shut down this Bills offense. Again, that's the scatter. They don't really have a run game to help. To help stop that, so mm-hmm. that's my about the bus is Josh Allen. I only see maybe a 15, 12 to fifteen point game from him. I don't see more than that. Um, so yeah, good luck, your Allen Phew. owners, which includes me. But I gotta speak the truth. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, Josh Allen could be about the bus this week alongside James Robinson. So that's our sleepers, ballers, and our about to bus segment. Um, let's go ahead and close out on these games of the week. We're going to go ahead and just breeze over this. First up is the Saints and the Falcons. Um, I think this might actually be a pretty good game. Uh, I'm going to say maybe about a 54-point total. Um, so that's about a 27, you know, 27-30 kind of game, 27-24. Um, I like the Saints to come out on top of this one. Um, I think they have something good going with Taysom Hill, even if the offense is drastically different from what it was with Drew Brees. I still like the way that they're moving. Um, I still like the way that they're able to carve wins out. They're able to do it on the ground and through the air. So uh, even though the Falcons have gotten significantly better since the firing of Dan Quinn, I still do not like them to uh, contend (laughs) with the Saints at this (laughs) current moment in time. Even with the possible return of Julio, who knows how effective he will be. He's kind of been um, hampered by injuries this whole season. Um, Todd Gurley, I do believe, is also out. And you know, you already know the Saints' run defense is legit. So I'm not picking anybody up out of that backfield. So um, that's that's my thought around that. What do you think? I got him at like a 27-30 yeah. finish. Um, Saints. I may go like 27-24. Um, I have the Saints... I, I, I do like Taysom Hills, like how they kind of have the offense. I just, I don't, hopefully they can get some more outscoring. I want to see some more from like the offense, the ball kind of get spread around, but who knows? They like the flow that they're going. 
I don't nah, see it being like the a... ball to get spread around. Just keep giving it to Latavius Murray. At least this. Oh, yeah, week. I know that works for you getting Murray. Yeah, but, yeah, just, just um, something like that. I mean, as long as for me, I do like the Saints. I feel like they just have a better, better team. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill's used to that system. Mm-hmm. It's different than what the Falcons are used to, or any teams really used to playing. So I definitely like for the, the Saints to kind of take take care of this one and limit the Falcons' little run they got going on right now. Be a good game. Definitely be a good matchup. I'm down for that. Um, next up, Browns and the who is this? Titans. Uh, Tits. You see how the Titans. you see how the hate. Oh, Titans. In. Why is yeah. this? my phone geared out up. right now? You know, phone. Titan gear, hoodie, oh shirt underneath. God. Just gotta spread the love. Anyway, Browns and Titans are playing. Um, yeah. um Browns. Are Titans. I don't know. Browns are eight and three right now. Or nine and three. The Browns are seven and three. Nah, eight and three or seven. Nah, they. And three. They. I think they're eight and three at this point. Cause that was just yeah, eight, yeah, and, eight three. and three, yeah. Yeah, so Browns are eight and three, um, Titans are eight and three. I really like this game more for the Browns. I feel like this is more of a kind of proving game for them. Um, to kind of solidify this record that they have, it's kind of hard for them in a division to win it because they are in the same division as the Steelers, um, who currently lead that. So it was more of like a wild card for them, which is you know a good a great push for the, the this Brown seasons. Mm-hmm. I want to see how they do, um, how this dynamic duo does against the Titans run defense, um. It's going to be a great game. I really think it's going to be like a good running back kind of game. Like, you know, two good teams. I like teams it to be pretty low scoring. Definitely low scoring. Point like total 17, at 30. 14. Yeah, I'm going to say like 17. That's probably yeah. what I was going to say, 17, 14. Yeah, I don't see a huge uh, game. It could, it could be Titans have been putting up points, like, which is way different than what I'm used to seeing from them. But they've been putting up 30-point games this season, which is not normal. It's probably the only season we may do this. So I'm going to ride this ride <laughs> this wave. But it looks like it may be a low-scoring game because of the fact that it's just two good teams, two good run teams that are going to slowly play out the clock. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more of that. Very run-heavy, run-oriented. Like a, a fast-paced game. So no, you're going to get a, a slow grind out. Not a chance. Barely each team pro will probably get a possession a quarter. Like, yeah. it's what it's going to be. So I have the Titans winning like 17-14. 20-17 at max. Um, but that's what I have for that game. I got the I got the Browns coming out on top, and not because the Titans is weak, but I just like <laughs> Titans. Some respect. I just the like name, the man. Browns. Um, I just like what the Browns have been doing. I think, um, despite the media and how you know how bad quote unquote uh, Baker Mayfield has been, um, statistically over his career this year is actually he's put up some of his best numbers. Um, surprisingly, um, I wish I had the stats from earlier what I, what I had read about that. But statistically, this is his best season um, in the league. So despite the performances that you've seen, you can kind of nullify two of those games because they were rain games, um, bad weather games, which, you know, kind of reflected a uh, run-heavy approach, even heavier than than normal with Stefanski over there now. Um, The Browns have the opportunity to really prove if they're a legitimate team or a bluff. I think they're going to show up. Um, You know, Titans did just come off a big win against the Colts. Um, So who knows? Hopefully they ride that momentum. Uh, The Browns just beat the Jaguars, who are a very, you know, not good team, uh, but a win is a win. Yeah. So both of them are coming off wins. So this is a game where they're really going to say, okay, here we go. Are we made for this or are we not? And uh, I like the Browns to come out on top. I like the Browns to come out on top. I think their run game is going to beast. Uh, they do get Miles Garrett back. So that's going to help the defense a bit more. Yep. Um, And I think they're going to find a way to limit Derrick Henry as much as a tear as he's been on, um, you know, 
I think they're going to find a way to limit Derrick Henry and, you know, we'll see what kind of output he has. But I know you didn't like that, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, I'm going to hit your phone. Limit Derrick Henry. I'm going to hit your phone when he has 90 rushing yards and no touchdowns. Derrick, limit? 90 <laughs> rushing yards, no touchdowns. And I'm going to leave it at that. Huh? He's getting over 150 rushing yards. He's getting yards. Over, over 150 James rushing yards? Robinson just got 128. Derrick Henry getting over 150 against the Browns. James He's Robinson not getting over, He's getting over 150. He's not. You want to put something on it? He get over 150. You want to put something I'll on put it? I'll put 20 on it. I'll put, I, a I'll put 20 on it that he does not get over 150 rushing yards. All right, y'all heard it here. All right. I don't, I don't even I don't even care, but I know he's not He's not going to put up 150. I, I can't want to say I know, but he's not going to put up 150 rushing yards. It's not happening. He's 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 going off recency bias right 150. now. 150. All right. 150. Bet. bet. $20. I bet it. Right, no problem. Uh, Moving Ooh. on to the next game. Make sure you have oh, my yeah. 20 for me on time. Yeah. I'll say you myself. Uh, next up, we got the next up, we got the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, a good matchup with Division Nuck game. and Ramsey. Yeah, they've um, been playing against each other for years. For years, uh, healthy Kyler coming back, healthy uh, Hopkins. Rams is healthy over there. This is gonna be a good game. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. So, uh, what do I see happening? I see the Rams winning. 28-24. That's my take. 28-24 Rams. Rams. I definitely like the take. I'm going to go. I definitely can go about the same. I'll say about 28. Well, I'll go 28-24. Even like 31-28. Um, well, field goal win from, you know, from the. I'm going to go with the. Oof, I want to go with the Rams, but I kind of go with the Cardinals. Um, okay. I feel like Kyler Murray, like Murray would kind of um, have a little better game, of course, feeling healthier, being able to throw a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely like for him to have a better game. The Rams defense has been pretty good lately for sure. Um, Donald has been on a, has been a nice little tear. Leonard Beast. Floyd as well. Beast. Um, both of them together have been putting up some numbers. And, of course, Ramsey. But as you mentioned earlier, Nuke does usually get the, the better outcome against Ramsey. They've been playing for a little minute now. Um but, you know, who knows? Maybe Ramsey may try to get some revenge, but I do have the Cardinals. I can see them winning 31-28. Um, yeah, that's my take. That okay. Game. All right. I am at it. Um, next up, we have Washington and the Steelers. Um, we kind of talked about this a little earlier. Uh, I don't really see this being a huge scoring game as Washington does struggle to put up points a little bit. And uh, Steelers have, uh, haven't been putting up as much points as they were about four or five games ago. But yeah. they've been able to score, but it just hasn't been in the 30s. It hasn't been like pretty. Um, yeah. They've just been kind of flowing with the game. They've been getting just, it yeah. by any means. Yeah. Defensive pick sixes. Um, typically the clutch plays. Like typically yeah. the game kind of, you kind of get weary throughout the game. Like, man, they may actually lose this. And then like they just kind of turned up in like the yep. second half. and Literally, they just turn it up. What happens. They just turn um, it up. So Yeah, I like this game. I like this game to be kind of like the upset game of the week, honestly. Um, I like the Redskins. Um, wow, can't say that. <laughs> Watch like the, the football Washington team. football team. They about to ban us. Um, I might have to right? mark this as explicit <laughs> this time around. Um, so, yeah, the Washington football team, I do like them to make like a little surprise game. Um, the Steelers are coming off sort of a short week in a way, like kind of like a Thursday night game for them. They just played Wednesday. They're already playing Monday afternoon. Um, it's different than what you're used to playing. That definitely throws off a mental for both teams, honestly. But the, the Washington team would be a little more healed. Gibson, um, Gibson, yeah, Gibson's coming yep. off a nice game. Granted, the Steelers um, also just game. lost 
They just lost. Um, God, I was freaking forgetting him. Bud Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, Bud Dupree. I'm tripping. Bud Dupree. Um, so yeah, losing him is a huge hit to that defensive line. We saw what it did for the Colts and the Forest Buckner. They both both applied great pressure. Um, so I can see an upset here. I like. I'm I, calling an upset. That's scary Terry, too. I'm calling an upset. Twi- oh, you got to mention him. He's scary. I ain't going to talk about him. He's going to ball out. Um, scary Terry, you already know what he does. But um, Antonio Gibson has come alive, has come alive. Alex Smith has been able to manage the team. May open up um, I'm calling an upset, man. I'm calling an upset. I like Wis- uh, I was about to say Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I like Washington to come away with the victory. I'm going to say 27-23. 27-23? Yeah, I like I like the upset. I, I think Washington is gonna give uh, the Steelers their first loss. Yeah, I go I go twenty one eighteen. Um, okay, but yeah, definitely definitely like Washington to kind of squeeze away with this one. Yeah, I like I like them to get away with that one too. Um, that and that'd be a nice kind of notch on their belt going yeah, into a next season. That's that could be a lot more promising. And even um, it actually could help. And this is a this is actually another thing for Washington too. This is the, more like a division help for them. You know that division mm-hmm. is kind of like up for grabs right now. Yep. And just who continues to win games. So yep, yep, another yep. thing for them to play. Realistically, for, be, they can still hit the playoffs. Yeah, and that would be a huge personal you know, win for that that organization. Ron mm-hmm. Rivera beating cancer, like you know storyline along with throwing in and making it to the playoffs, just changing that whole organization within the year to make the playoffs will just be like the icing on a cake for that team. Yep, honestly, yep. going through what chances they went are through, three yep. quarterbacks. Yeah, chances are they won't make it very far, but you know, to even get there, that's something that they can hang their hat on as they, you know, figure out how to get better for 2021. Um, lastly, here on the list, we have the Bills and the 49ers. Um, another fun game, as we said, the 49ers are getting back healthy, the Bills are not. Um, John Brown is on IR, they haven't really been able to establish a solid run game. Um, so you're looking at the production of Josh Allen, who you chose to be a bust this week. Um, having to get yeah. the ball to Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, pretty much. That's about it. Um, maybe a little bit of Gabe da- Gabe Davis on a few deep uh, deep balls, but That's you know your primary key pieces in that offense is Stephon Diggs and uh, Cole Beasley. Even with Devin Singletary here and there, but he's been hit or miss all season. Yeah. Definitely not reliable. I don't know anybody that game. should be starting him at this point because he's. I wouldn't feel comfortable about it. I'd be too nervous. Yeah. Um. This one, I'm gonna give the 49ers the win. I'm gonna go 23-17. 23-17-49ers. Um. I mean, I like it. I definitely do have Josh Allen about the bus. I'm still gonna stick with the Bills on this just because I I like I like the Bills this year. Okay. Um. I I'll take the Bills. I definitely see like a 17-14. Um. Uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna go 21-21-14. Okay. Um. I just don't know. Sometimes Mullins just kind of makes me weary of what he can do offensively, even though the 49ers have weapons to put up points. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your guy Samuels back. You know, you got Ayuk already. Mostert's back. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely have some weapons to put up numbers, but just don't know what you're going to get. So I'm going to go with the Bills on this. I just feel like they're going to have a hard time with this game. I feel like it's going to come down to more of a fourth quarter who can kind of win kind of sort of thing for this game here. Okay, okay, okay. So that's my take on that. Um, and that is pretty much it for the games of the week. So, um, as we get into the end of our week 13 episode, um, as always, we're going to go ahead and share the Twitter at FF ball culture. Um, you guys engage with us regularly. It's, you know, really amazing to see how often we 
you know, get our mentions hit up with questions about, you know, game day, who to yeah. start. Um, thoughts about, you know, particular players. Um, it's always good. We always try and give you some good information. Um, you know, as always, uh, we're here for you. You know, we haven't always hit, uh, but it says in the bio, you know, in our bio, if you take a look at it, you know, come take a chance with us. Roll the dice. Yeah. Because it's, I'm blaming you know, COVID. You know, this whole season has been a, a blur. Man, um, fantasy has really, really been a blur this year. It's been tough to call. Those who have called it accurately, um, you know, definitely bookmark those people. Hopefully yeah. we make that list of analysts. Um, but, you know, if not, then we definitely are going to continue to strive to get better, get more accurate, you use the, the tools that we have. you'll ever hear. It <laughs> <laughs> just, um, you know, make it fun, make it light, but also make it accurate when it comes to giving you information. Um, so as always, thank you for the listens. Much thank you for the follows. Thank you for sharing it. We love you. Um, you know what? What did you just say? So we love you. <laughs> What's wrong with this man? I'm, I'm glad we ended because you on one. Um, but uh, but yeah, thank you, thank you so much for continuing to support. Um, as we near the end of this season, man, you know this is something that we want to continue doing forward. Um, maybe branch out into some other things. But when we took this journey, it was something to just kind of get um, our feet wet for the most part. Kind of ears, little young whippersnappers <laughs> coming in here. Who's Vans is this, yo? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we want to have fun with this. Oh, my God. This guy's crazy. Get our feet but, wet in the podcast stuff. It's been yeah, great. we just, you know, trying to get a feel for things. Um, see if it's even something I would enjoy, you know, rapping on a mic and making music is a little different than having just an open dialogue discussion. Um, especially when you have to kind of be on the same page as your co-hosts, it's kind of just something that came natural. Like we didn't really yeah. plan it. Um, and he has most experience. This is like my first time really being on the <laughs> mic and doing stuff like this. I don't really, maybe training for like work is the most, I really talk to people that's, you know, crowd yeah, so so um you Steph's know sometimes you gotta sometimes experience. you gotta get uncomfortable to be comfortable that's right you know? i live for it yeah so um you know definitely thank you guys uh we love to see the listens we love to see uh like i said your questions and we're just really thankful we're really thankful for the support um yeah you know that's that's all i pretty much got on my end just yeah. a lot of thank yous man just yeah, a lot of thank yous just turn thing from here just really turn into something we didn't uh turn into something that we didn't really anticipate uh we thought it was just gonna be us listening to it yeah. we making episodes we the ones <laughs> listening um but we actually got some people listening that's yeah great. it's great it's a really great feeling especially yeah. just some random people who just hit me up or even mm -hmm. some people from work just ask me questions and i'm like oh man this is awesome I like we must this. be making some decent points hey um feel good so here we are week 13 um bittersweet as the season kind of nears the close of fantasy season uh but for the next few weeks that we have with you we promise to go ahead and give you the most accurate information we can help you down the playoff stretch um and even if you didn't make the playoffs marquise uh you know we're gonna go ahead and make sure that we provide you with something to keep you entertained while you sit at home from your couch Oof. Um, I know tough one right yeah. now. It's tough. Oof, I know, it brother. It's all right. It's all right for the ones who won't make it. I'll be in there. Yeah. Drake yeah. be in there too. Yeah, I, I'll for be the in first there. round after that. Yeah, unless yeah. I, huh? After the first or second round, we don't know how far Drake goes. All depends when he plays me. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not even worried, bro. Just make sure you have my twenty dollars when Derrick Henry don't put up 150 rushing yards. Yeah. What a day. Mm-hmm. In any case, this is <laughs> our crazy cycle week 13 of the Fantasy Culture Podcast. Once again, that Twitter, if you want to reach out to us, is at FF Ball Culture. Hit us up. Let us know what questions you have, concerns, statements. Let us know you're listening. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, reach out to us. We respond. We're always engaging. Um, but for right now, this is the end of our Week 13 episode. Um, any closing thoughts, Marquise? Are you good? No, I'm good on this side. Thank all right, so we all good. Um, once again, thank you. This has been another great episode. Good luck this week. If you need this week to get into the playoffs, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope Praise it happens. To the fantasy gods. Um, shout out to anybody who's looking at a first week bye. Um, I'm not, but that's a good feeling nonetheless. Uh, six, seven seeds who may be squeaking into an eight-man playoff um, series. You know, don't give up. Don't give up. Let's I was hope. in the six seed last uh, last year, and I ended up winning that league. So it's all about matchups uh, at the end of the day, especially in the playoff run. It's about matchups. So, um, you know, just, just try and create your best matchups and hope for the best. And always play your studs. Yes. Play your studs. Don't get cute. They will ball. Don't get cute. Put way. your studs in there and have faith. All right? Um. So that's us checking out week 13 on the Fantasy Culture Podcast. Happy holidays. Good luck Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Good luck. We out week 13 Fantasy Culture Podcast. Peace. We out.